are you stopping yourself because of fear of criticism of what other people will think, do, or say? The Thinking Yourself into Exponential Results series on the podcast comes to you every Saturday morning and takes what we discuss in the Morning Mindset Club, compiles it into one easy-to-access recording, and gives you some killer bonus content at the end that's not to be missed and only available here. So let's dive right in. Good morning, I'm Amira Alvarez and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. We are in the list of symptoms of lack of persistence in the chapter on persistence and we are in number 14 of 16 almost done with this beautiful list and number 14 is the habit of compromising with poverty instead of aiming at riches general absence of ambition to be to do and to own so check this out the habit of compromising with poverty instead of aiming at riches. How many of you have said to yourself, I'm not going to go for that. That's not for me. I need to do this instead. It's as easy to make. In fact, it's easier to make more money than less money. That's shocking, isn't it? was for me. Oh my God, that blew my mind when I first heard it. It's easier to make more money than less money. Show me how. Show me how. Because this doesn't feel real easy right now. But I was aiming too low. I was aiming too low. So I was staying in the struggle. Aim high. Now, did I have to put in the work? Absolutely. Did I have to raise my level? Absolutely. Did I have to move through some of the challenges that existed at the level, financial level, income level that I was at? Absolutely. But when I aimed higher and I got help with this, I, I figured out a plan that would get me there. And then I didn't just wish for it. I willed it. I committed to it. I decided I am doing this. And it was not all rainbows and unicorns. Okay, if you're looking for rainbows and unicorns, I'm not the gal for you. I'm not gonna BS you. I'm not gonna tell you there are no challenges. There will be challenges. There will be big challenges. And the carrot that I hold for you is that when you learn how to manage yourself in the face of those challenges, you are setting yourself free. You become someone who is free because you'll know that there will always be challenges, but you'll know you'll be able to, to surf. You'll be able to ride that wave. You'll be able to rise to the occasion. You won't live in fear. So you must have this ambition for more, for a larger amount of money. And it's one of the things that I really stand for. If you've come to one of my summits or if, you've, if you're a client of mine, you know I always ask you, what do you really want? And I am paying attention, astute attention, to whether I feel like you're compromising or not. Everybody's number is going to be different. It's not one size fits all. But you know when you are compromising and going small, and you mustn't 
it causes you to quit. You must have a goal worth failing for. It must be so exciting for you that you really, really go for it. So with that, ask yourself, what do you want to be? What do you want to do? What do you want to have or own? What are the things in life, the experiences that you are going for? And are you compromising? Or are you really ambitious about what you want? Could you stretch yourself just a little and really want what you really want? It's right there. It's in your secret thoughts. It's what you don't tell anyone. It's time to own it. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's dive in. We are in the chapter on persistence in the section entitled Symptoms of Lack of Persistence. Number 15 in our list of 16 is searching for all the shortcuts to riches, trying to get without giving a fair equivalent, usually reflected in the habit of gambling, endeavoring to strive sharp bargains. Okay, so let's talk about this. The first law of receiving is giving. You must give and you actually must give more in value than you receive in cash equivalent. You must give more. That doesn't mean that you have to work yourself to the bone and give more time or give more struggle. You must give more benefit. So you must get out of your own way here. What kind of benefit could you give your client, your customer, your boss, your your company that you're working for? How can you give more that's not about keeping you at the same level, sapping you? You must give more value in order to receive more. You must become more than your present place in order to receive more. And if you are searching for shortcuts to riches, which is getting before giving or getting more than you've given, driving a sharp bargain. And you know when you're doing this, it feels icky inside, okay? Some people are addicted to getting one over on other people. That's you, pay attention, okay? You'll never truly get ahead. There might be temporary wins or windfalls, but you'll never have the freedom of knowing how to get ahead with a clean conscience, with the joy of lifting everyone up because it's totally possible. So if you are gambling, like I want to pay this little amount and get this bigger, big reward, but you haven't added value in the process, then you are going to lose your persistence because this kind of action doesn't work in the long run. It goes against the order of the universe. So you must train yourself to add value, continue to add value in every conversation, in everything you do, add value. That's what you want to be focused on. 
build your persistence around that. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. We are in the chapter of per- on persistence in the symptoms of lack of persistence. And this is a list of 16 and we are at number 16 now. Fear of criticism. Failure to create plans to put them into action because of what other people will think, do, or say. This enemy belongs at the head of the list because it generally exists in one subconscious mind where its presence is not recognized. And Hill says, see the base, the six basic fears in a later chapter. That's, that is chapter 15, the last chapter of this, this book. We'll get there. So fear of criticism. It is huge, guys. It is huge. What will they think if I say this, if I do this, if I put myself out there like this, if I claim that I want to be a millionaire, will they laugh at me? If I claim that I want to be a billionaire, will they laugh at me? Will they think I'm wrong? Will they think how I'm going about it is wrong? Will they judge me for the decisions I'm making? What will they think? What will they do? What will they say? Will I be thrown out of the tribe? This is This is such a big driver of people's limitations, their inability to get through the tough things and into real success for themselves. So you've got to ask yourself, who are you afraid of judging you, being critical? And when does it come up for you? Is it subtle? Like maybe you think your partner wouldn't approve of you working late tonight and he'll feel bad or she'll feel bad. So you don't. And then you don't get the thing done and you're behind and all of this stuff. You're afraid of criticism. You're afraid of judgment. You might need to set up your day differently. You might need to set up your business differently. You, you're going to want to... Uh, call yourself to a higher level there if you do actually want to spend the evening in general with your partner. But if you're afraid to communicate this one-time need or this regular need, listen, I have better energy at night. Can we switch up when we spend time? Because this is where I get all my best work done. For me, it's the morning, not the evening, but to, to play out this example. I'm using that and evenings are oftentimes places, times where uh, people have the most energy. So are you stopping yourself because of fear of criticism of what other people will think, do, or say? It could be a real person. It can be a person in your head that's alive, like your mother or father who's alive and talking in your head, the, the adult in your head. They're, they're actually not saying it. It's, it's you who's saying it to yourself, but you have that fear. Or it could be someone who's passed away, who's dead already. It w- could be a family member who's passed away. Could be, could be someone else who was important to you who's passed away. They don't have to be alive. They're just a voice in your head. It could be the people on social media. Could be your friends, your girlfriends. Could be your kids. 
I remember I hit rock bottom on this one when the voice in my head was my dog's voice. And I was like, oh, look at that. When I recognized that I was afraid of my dog being critical of me. And guys, everyone who's had a dog knows that they have their own personalities for sure. But they are not critical of you. They are like, I want this. I want to go out and walk. But they're not saying you're bad because you're not taking me out on the walk. They just want to convince you it's better outside. Let's go. Okay. That's when I knew I had to really clean this up. It was such a big problem for me. And if this is a big problem for you, you have to clean this up too. Good morning, I'm Amira Alvarez and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. We are going to look into the fear of criticism a little bit more. Hill goes into quite a bit here and I'm going to pull out some of the highlights for you. He talks about how the majority of people permit relatives, friends, and the public at large to so influence them that they cannot live their own lives because of fear of criticism. Huge numbers of people make mistakes in marriage stand by the bargain and go through life miserable and unhappy because they fear criticism which may follow if they correct the mistake. Anyone who has submitted to this form of fear knows the irreparable damage it does by destroying ambition, self-reliance, and the desire to achieve. Now this is not the case for everyone. So do not go into a defensive mode where you uh, defend marriage at all costs because this is not your, your experience. Many marriages, in fact, one would say all marriages have challenges and you want to stay committed and you want to stay loyal and you want to stay in the marriage committed to, you know, the, the, the vows that you took. And you want to really problem solve anything and be forward thinking, growth minded in your ability to build a great relationship. Not one that's perfect in so much as it never has challenges, but one that really um, is for everyone's more life directive. Everyone in the marriage is growing. Now, what if that is just not the case? What if you are married to someone who might be a good person in many, 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 many ways, but that doesn't have that growth mindset, is holding you back, is saying you can't grow because that's going to cause me discomfort. That is going to destroy your ambition, your self-reliance, and your desire to achieve. And you have to get really honest about that. Are you willing to sacrifice your life to the fear that one, you might hurt someone else by making a, a choice for you or that it might be to their lesser life. Now I have a perspective that if you are going forward towards your more life, yes, it might challenge some, someone else in the immediate moment and in the short term, but if they get their heads straight about the choice and use it 
they have, they have choice. If they use it as a way for them to improve their lives and grow forward, it's for more life for all. But if they stay in victim, if they've been in victim and they stay in victim, they're a victim of life and they will continue to do that. And are you going to let them drag you down again? This is not advocating not to put in love, attention, work, effort, commitment, loyalty to relationships. It's important. They don't, they don't thrive if you don't. And yet what's, what are you, if you know the truth, if you're one of the people out there who's listening, who's saying, I'm being held back right now, you must recognize that this is a fear of criticism. And you need to figure out a healthy, functional, go forward plan for yourself. So I really, I encourage you to take a look at that. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. So we are talking about the fear of criticism and how that um, really reduces one's ability to be persistent in the pursuit of what they truly desire. Hill goes on to say millions of people neglect to acquire belated educations after having left school because they fear criticism. Now, this is an interesting one. So oftentimes people, there, there's two sides to this. Oftentimes people will hold themselves back because they say, I don't have this degree. I don't have this certification. I haven't graduated from college. I haven't graduated from high school. I haven't gotten my PhD or my MBA, or I need the certificate to move forward. Now this can really hold you back because you could go down a rabbit hole of endless education and, st and use it as a way of not actually acting on your true desires and like putting together a plan and taking action and going for it. Okay. It's, it, it can be a stalling technique, but here Hill is saying they, you know, people neglect to acquire education. And so what kinds of education might be useful in your ability to succeed? Well, very specific education, specific knowledge. So if you are a bookkeeper and you are not constantly bettering your best and and growing and keeping up on how you know new software works <clears throat> excuse me how new software works how new bookkeeping systems works and and yes they are out there and how you can better serve your clients you're going to um lose your forward momentum. You won't be growing into more life, which is a directive that we have. Every person has a more life directive. Our directive is to grow in this world, to grow into more. And we must be doing that. One of the ways we do that is by learning more, but also think about how that bookkeeper might need to get specialized knowledge in how to grow a business. Okay. They might need to know, okay, I know my thing really well, but I'm not really a master yet at growing my business. I need to get business education, which can look at, look like business coaching or mentorship or, or self-study uh, 
course on that. And then there is the, the work that we're doing here. And hopefully if you're still listening to this program, I know that you are committed to your education, but sometimes you might go off track, right? You, this is education in how to manage your mind, your spirit, your heart, your beingness in this world. This is, this is education on the laws of success the universal laws that propel you forward or keep you stuck. We're talking about how to be someone who actually succeeds. And it's not how most of us were raised to think. It's not part of our belief system and we have to learn differently. So are you committed to this level of learning and how could you better your best, right? And what are the fears of criticism around that? So, are you afraid if you invest in your education that your partner will be dismissive that you're spending money on yourself? Are you uh, afraid that if you invest in your education that your partner will be afraid, will be upset at the time you spend with it? Or that people will mock you for going for it, for being so committed? What What is the potential criticism underneath your your stalling out on you learning specialized knowledge to get you further along in life think about that today good morning and welcome to another great day with the morning mindset club i'm amira alvarez and let's get started hill goes on to say People refuse to take chances in business because they fear the criticism which may follow if they fail. The fear of criticism in such cases is stronger than the desire for success. Too many people refuse to set high goals for themselves or even neglect selecting a career because they fear the criticism of relatives and quote friends who may say, don't aim so high. People will think you are crazy. This is the tall poppy syndrome. I'm afraid to go big, so you must be my size. Let's cut you down. Let's say it's dangerous out there. Let's say that other people are going to judge you, but really, that's me judging you. That's me being uncomfortable with you stepping out and becoming more, stepping into your extraordinary life. I'm too afraid to do it. So I'm going to make you afraid to do it. Stop that. Stop listening. Stop listening. Lock your mind to that. Do not succumb to that kind of thinking. That keeps you small. And I know if you're listening to this, that you want an extraordinary life. You must sort this out for yourself. Where is this coming up for you? Spend a few minutes today and write down three, four, five places where this is coming up for you, where your friends, your relatives are saying in subtle ways, don't aim so high. Don't change. Stay here with me. Don't leave me. Don't become more. That's a threat to me. Where are they saying some version of that? You must 
suss this out. You must hunt for these places and you must sacrifice your decision to agree with them. It's not about them. Love them. Support them. But you must sacrifice, love sacrifice here. You must sa- sacrifice agreeing with them. And then you must fill, just like the love sacrifice says, you must sacrifice something of a lower nature in order for something of a higher nature to come in. You must choose the higher nature, which is going for what you really want, taking that bigger action. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's dive right in. Hill goes on to say in this chapter on persistence, later in life, after having analyzed thousands of people, I discovered that most ideas are stillborn and need the breath of life injected into them through definite plans of immediate action. The time to nurse an idea is at the time of its birth. Every minute it lives gives it a better chance of surviving. The fear of criticism is at the bottom of the destruction of most ideas which never reach the planning and action stage. So let's break this down. You have this great idea. You're excited about it. And then what happens? You wonder what other people will think. Is this crazy? Am I aiming too high? Will this take too much time? What will so-and-so say? Am I going to be embarrassed by going for it and, and having temporary defeats? And then you distract yourself. That fear takes the place of the excitement, the definite plans of definite action that are required when you first have an idea. You must breathe. Uh, You must, it needs the breath of life injected into them. You must breathe life into your ideas. And you do that how? You do that through definite plans of immediate action. So I'm often telling my clients, there's three types of action, massive action, immediate action, and consistent, continuous action. The acronym for that is MIC, M-I-C. It's like amplifying, it's bringing a mic to all your goals and dreams and your success. It, it amplifies your ability to succeed. And massive, immediate, consistent action is required. Now here we're looking at immediate action. You have an idea. Don't wait till tomorrow to map out that plan. It's all coming down to right now. Put it on the back of the napkin. How many times have you heard the story of two people at a restaurant and Someone wrote on the back of a napkin, an idea. They wrote it down. There was immediate action. They breathed life into it. You must do that. You must write down the plan and then start taking action on it immediately, which is a decision. You say, I'm going to do something and you go do it. That is how you move past the fear of criticism. You have to act before it can come in immediately, within seconds, within minutes, do not delay. So what are you going to act on today? If you have a plan already, go take some immediate action on it right now. If you're nursing a new idea, go write down that plan 
and what the first actions are, and then go take one of those actions. This is essential. For the bonus content for this episode, I want to talk to you about fear some more. What are you actually afraid of? We all have fears. We're human. That's just the way it is. You have to really identify your fears. And in order to do that, you must look at your results. What have you said that you want to achieve, that you want to create in this world? that you have not yet done, where you're not getting the results that you actually want. And then you need to back engineer that, which means to just keep asking the question that comes before that. What stopped you from that? And what stopped you from doing that? And what stopped you from doing that? And if you dig deeper and deeper, you realize that it comes to some core fear that was created you, you, you latched onto as a child. We all did. We all latched onto some core fears that really keep us stuck. And in order to change your results, you must break through the blind spot that you have around that fear. You must understand what is truly driving you? Now, most people can't see what originally created that fear that was perhaps true then, but is not true now. And this keeps them locked, forever being driven from, by a fear that they cannot see for themselves. They can see the results of it, but they cannot see what happened that locked that fear so deeply in themselves that is causing them to behave in ways that creates certain results? So in order to really break through your fears, yes, you must take different action. Absolutely. In the face of fear, you must be courageous. You must take different action. And you must take the next action that's right in front of you. You can't skip steps, but you can run those stairs quickly. And you must figure out what your blind spot is. This is so incredibly important. Once you see that, you can never not see it. It can never hold you back again unless you, sh you choose consciously to succumb to it. But right now you have a blind spot that is subconsciously driving all your behavior and you cannot see it. So it's super critical that you break through your blind spots. And if this is something you want help with, please reach out to us, book a consult. We'd be happy to help you with that. This, this is one of the things we do for our clients so that they can exceed their wildest dreams and achieve their goals faster than they ever thought possible. Because it's, it's what's driving you and what's telling you whether you can or can't do something and whether you will or will not do something. It drives your actions. Okay, with that, I'm Amira Alvarez. Have an amazing day and rock it out. Take care. Hey, are you loving this material? 
We'd love to know. Join our Be Unstoppable Facebook group where we go live answering your questions and sharing even more material to help you step forward powerfully in your business and your life. Go to theunstoppablewoman.com slash Facebook group. When you get there, leave us a comment or ask us a question. We'd love to hear from you. See you in the group and rock it out and be unstoppable.